Welcome to the Truth About ICD-10 podcast, with tips and strategies to improve documentation, billing, and compliance as you transition to ICD-10. This is the ideal podcast for front desk, clinicians, and billers. For more information and to get your free ICD-10 book, please visit www.truthabouticd10.com. And now, your host and author of The Truth About ICD-10, Dr. Nitin Choda. Now, if you're a rehab professional like a physical therapist or an occupational therapist, it's very important to understand the difference between the medical diagnosis or the physician diagnosis, the, the actual diagnosis that the physician provides, and the actual rehab diagnosis, um, the one that you actually designate when you're treating the patient. The medical diagnosis from a, from a claim standpoint is less important than your actual diagnosis where you're going to be diagnosing the actual condition you're going to be treating. Now, as a physical therapist or an occupational therapist, you can select multiple ICD-10 codes, but you want to make sure that the very first ICD-10 code that you select is most applicable to your course of treatment for that particular patient. For example, let's say the patient was diagnosed with diabetes or heart disease, or the patient was recovering from surgery coming to you from a hospital, the codes that were specified by the by the physician or the surgeon or the hospital, they do represent some sort of a starting point to you as a clinician. But as a physical therapist or an occupational therapist, you've got to you've got to diag- you know, you've got to diagnose as specifically as possible. Are you going to? Uh, are you? Are you? Tr- what exactly are you treating? Are you treating the low back sprain? Are you treating the low back strain? Are you treating the fracture? If so, what type of fracture? You need to state uh, which side you're treating, whether the condition was a result of a chronic pathology or some sort of underlying trauma. You've got to you've got to be able to document the dominance of the patient, whether the patient was right-handed or left-handed. And of course, you've got to do everything else, which is tie in the ICD-10 code with the patient's expected functional goals and create a plan of care accordingly and then demonstrate progressive improvement in the patient's condition and ongoing need for medical necessity with each single treatment, with each single visit, with each single medical record that's created. And the foundation of all of this is the documentation of a precise rehab diagnosis code that you make as a rehabilitation professional. Again, this is different from the medical diagnosis code because what you need to do is you need to diagnose and and document exactly what you are treating. Like I said, whether it's a lumbar sprain, a lumbar strain, whether it's a fracture, whether it's a, are you treating an abnormality in gait? What else are you treating? So all of these things which are specifically treated and which specifically get better with physical therapy, these are the things, these are the codes the rehab diagnosis codes that must be in your documentation. And of course, you've got to identify whether uh, the ICD-10 code that you're using is related to the is related to the initial encounter, the subsequent encounter, or some sort of an offshoot or, or a sequela. And you've got to be able to document that in the ICD-10 code as well. That is a seventh character in ICD-10 code documentation. So hopefully this helps you understand the difference between the medical diagnosis and the importance of the rehab diagnosis in ICD-10.